Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast. This week we have a special mini episode after we were recently sent down to California to check out the opening of the new Meta Store. Before we get into all that, I got to tell you, this podcast is brought to you by Asterian Products. If you don't already know them, go on Amazon, search up the Asterian Aura, the Asterian Vertex, the Asterian Origins, and check out some of the coolest VR accessories that you can find on Amazon. Use code FULLDAV10 for another 10% off. I'm Jay Brat. <laughs> you know me by now, but if you don't, I'm a VR YouTuber, streamer. And I am Nat Brat, a VR enthusiast who loves virtual rain. <laughs> virtual rain is pretty cool. I was recently sent down uh, to California. Sadly, just me. We couldn't bring the whole team down there to check out the new Meta store before it opened. And we had a very busy two days in uh, Burlingham and San Francisco. So Nat, what, what do you and the listeners want to know about the newly opened Meta store? I think it just opened uh, yesterday now. Oh, wow. Nice. So we had a couple of questions in the Discord uh, from Shafe Dog. He asked, was your buddy Zuck at the opening of the Meta Store? And also, does he seem like a potato in real life like he does in video? <laughs> <laughs> well, sadly, I can't answer the second question because he wasn't there. So we weren't there on grand opening day. I don't know if he showed up during the grand opening all, but we were there as part of the press package, basically YouTubers podcasters, upload VR, you know, all these big names in the industry had gotten to go and do private tours before it opened. So we were part of that wave. And even though we were there for one day checking out the Meta Campus, the Meta Store and everything, they had tried to book Zuckerberg to be there to meet with us, but he's a very busy person. He couldn't be there. So sadly, I can't answer whether he looks like a potato or real or real human skin any of the any of the big pressing questions about mark i cannot answer unfortunately dang it that would have been fun so <laughs> yeah you were talking about how you went there and there were other people there so who all was there with you any fun so because people? because the jbrat channel so my my actual youtube channel not necessarily the podcast uh was invited to be a part of the MetaQuest partner program. All of the, what used to be called Oculus Ambassadors and now Quest Partners, whatever the heck we're called, all of us were invited. So it's a group of about 21 of us that were invited. Of the 21, 13 were able to go and stay three nights in California. So one day was to check out the new Meta store. And then as part of that day, we also got to go tour the entire Meta campus. We got to meet with some of the top Meta VR people and have a panel with them. And the people that went, I mean, a bunch of content creators, people out there probably heard of Gamertag VR, Tetiana VR, Wolfen VR, uh, Soul Fox Gaming, Steve Knows. Tons of other YouTubers, TikTokers, and people that are in the Quest program. So a lot of cool people. A lot of people I'd never met in person, but it was actually really cool because you've seen each other's videos, you've seen each other's content, so you kind of have like that one-way relationship people develop, <laughs> but everybody the has it with each other. So <laughs> yeah, a parasocial relationship. So it felt like we all already kind of knew each other. You just walk up and be like, hey, Steve, blah, blah, blah. It's nice to meet you in person. But it wasn't like, hey, I'm Jeremiah. Nice to meet you. It was like, you kind of just assumed or at least hope they knew who you were. And if they didn't, well, they acted like it. So it's it was still a good time. Nice. <laughs> was there 
food. You know, I always <laughs> want to know yep. about the food. Yeah. Well, so breakfast was early. The hotel had breakfast. Very high priced breakfast, though. <sighs> like if you wanted to get their hot breakfast bar. So it was twenty eight fifty for the hotel breakfast if you just oh got my. their hot breakfast there, which is a crazy amount of money. But then the first day, of course, we went to the Meta campus and we actually got to eat at the Meta cafeteria, which That's is pretty I cool. They like. <laughs> they change out the food every day, but they have three lines that you can go through that serving the same variety or the same type of cooking. So we were there on a Japanese day. And so they had Japanese glass noodles. They had some chicken. They had all kinds of options. Of course, they had vegan options. They had tofu. And then on top of that's like your main hot meal. Then they have a huge salad bar, a dessert bar, a drink bar, all these different places with all this food and you go through and just grab it all. It's like a, on a tray, you know, cafeteria style, but the food was pretty good and you could get as much or as little as you wanted. So that was pretty cool. That's cool. That reminds me. I mean, it sounds like it's kind of similar to like the Google campus or whatever. It's like mm -hmm. they have cool, fun food. So anyway, I was interested in the food part, but also <laughs> how was the actual store and what was the reason? Why were the YouTubers there? Were you guys there just to like see it before everybody else because you're cool or? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were not obligated to make any content about it. So we were invited there to check it out just like everyone else was and do whatever we wanted. I think only one of us has actually dropped a video so far about it. I live streamed my walkthrough. So if you if you caught that or if you want to catch that, that's still available on my channel to watch. But you walk into the store, it's kind of an, it's kind of a weird layout. I mean, they got this single door. So it's not like it's not like a mall. It's not like a, hmm. you know, a big open area. It's it's a door into this huge building that literally leads into this little store. And when I say little, I mean, I feel like it's smaller than like your average malls, AT&T store. It's smaller than that. Oh, even. wow. Our group was 20 people and they split us into two groups to go in and check it out so that we'd get, you know, a good experience. But I mean, they have, you walk in, there's one little table where they, that's kind of like a walk-in table and you see the person there. And then you go behind, there's these two little tables where they're demoing the Ray-Ban stories. That's the Ray-Ban glasses that can take pictures, photos, play music. No augmented reality capability on them though. They just basically have these Awful. functions. And then- there's a little room, it's closed off, kind of not soundproof, but a lot quieter of a room where you can check out the Facebook portal, which is really like a glorified tablet that only lets you use certain things. It's not as free as like a normal tablet. You can't just download any app you want to. But the cool thing about the Facebook portal, it's really just meant to be a video chat device. And so you can have this thing sitting on your counter while you're video chatting with your mom and you could be walking around the room or making a recipe together or something. And it focuses on your face and keeps the camera aimed at your face. Okay. It is just I a forward facing camera. So it's not like a moving camera. Okay. Wait, if it's a forward facing camera, how does it follow you then? AI, it just finds your face. So it zooms in a little bit, it finds your face. And then as you move around in oh. the space, it still keeps track of where your face is at. Okay. But it's still so it's, somewhat limited. It's, it's not like it could, you can't just like walk around your whole house. Yeah. You couldn't leave obviously. the area. It is still, <laughs> it is still like a tablet. It's not a 360 camera, but it is supposed to give you the freedom to be able to like move around and have a video call. So instead of like holding up your phone the whole time, you can set it on the counter. And as long as you stay within, you know, 180 visual range of it, it will track you and help the person see you as you're talking. I feel it's like I to remember make you feel like you're in the same room. 
Yeah, I feel like I maybe remember ads for this at some point. Mm -hmm. We actually have stuff like that at work for like video yeah. conferences and stuff where um, it does that kind of thing where it follows you so that it's a more dynamic um, experience yep. if it's a virtual thing. So I, I mean, I feel like that's cool, but like, I don't know, the pandemic seems to be winding down. <laughs> Will people care that much about that? I feel like I would not use yeah. it that much. <laughs> Maybe people I, I that don't have do much video that calling. live really far away. Yeah. It it kind of felt like they needed to fill a store with things. So they put that in there as another thing. And then of course the big the big deal for those of us that are interested in it, they have this huge white zone on the floor that is this big wraparound basically TV screen. I don't know how wide it was. It's It was probably at least 200 inches wide. And it's this huge screen that when you go to try a VR game there on a quest, it will project you up on this screen in mixed reality. So it looks like you're actually standing on the golf course or you're standing inside Beat Saber. And when you're demoing this game, everyone else in the store can see you on this gigantic screen playing. And it happens in real time. And it actually does a pretty good job. I'll put up a little clip here for people who are watching on YouTube to see what it looks like. But it actually looks pretty good. And then afterwards, of course, they send you a copy of that in the hope that you're going to post that and talk about your experience at the Meta Store. And then beyond that, they just have little shelves around with, you know, Oculus Quests, uh, the carrying case for them, the elite strap for them. They actually don't have Ray-Bans for sale in the store. You have to order those online still, but they do have what? the Facebook portals. I know. Oh my I God. thought that was kind of weird. It's like, after all this, you don't have something I could take home, but you can take home a quest or a portal. Just for some reason, you have to order the Ray-Bans online, which I don't I don't That's understand why strange. that is. It's so funny, the portal thing. You're saying that it's basically like a glorified tablet that's just for video calls. It reminds me of like that the office episode where it's like the pyramid yeah yeah <laughs> it kind of felt like that they did say it has other functions you can hook it up to like a ring doorbell and it could be ready all the time when someone walks up to your door you'll see that on that screen you don't have to pull up your phone and click on a notification that says someone's at your door like it, you could leave it somewhere that's convenient to always be able to see when someone's at your door so it has some functionality it has alexa built in but yeah you can't just download any communication app you want like you have to use facebook messenger or whatsapp Ew, so gross. it's not like a fully fledged tablet by any means. And, yeah, and I think the one we got is not portable, actually has to be plugged in. But there is what? a portable one you can get. Oh yeah. my gosh. The Portal Go has a battery and can be carried around. But the one we have has to be plugged in. Well, that's not very cool. I kind of feel like I'm being negative, but like it just seems kind of, I don't know. I guess it's cool. You kind of told us about the, the portal and the cool little mixed reality area and stuff but can you tell us more about the ray-ban thing did yeah. you try those i did uh so they also sent us each home with a portal and a set of ray-bans so ray-ban cool. stories are a set of ray-bans they are either sunglasses or you can get a pair that are just regular you have to buy prescription lenses somewhere else so if you need prescription lenses for them they look like ray-bans but with a really thick plastic frame. Ray-Bans are typically plastic, but the frames look thicker than usual because they are housing speakers on the side and a camera on one side. And of course the battery and all the technology to do this. When you have the mod, you can say, hey, Facebook, take a photo and it'll take a photo. Or you can reach up and tap the button on the side. It'll take up to a 60 second video clip. 60 seconds if you don't touch the button again or you click it again to stop it. Or if you hold the button, it takes a picture. For privacy reasons, Spy they put glasses. a little light. 
Yeah, okay. for, for spy reasons, they put a little light on there. So when you take a picture, the light flashes, or if it's taking video, the light stays on to kind of alert people around you, although I'm sure people could find an easy way to disable or hide that. Uh, that is freaking <laughs> creepy. It definitely, it. I mean, it's... <laughs> I, I have a hard time. I kind of have a, a, a mixed a opinion. This is creepy. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, it's weird because I think about like if you're at someone's wedding and you're taking pictures on your phone, that's super disruptive and annoying. I don't want to be sitting in an aisle and seeing 10 phones up in the air in front of me trying to get a picture. I would rather people have these freaking glasses on and be able to just tap it or something and take a picture or and say, not disrupt Facebook, everyone. take a picture. <laughs> yeah, obviously that's going to be really bad. I kind of would prefer a world where that is easier. But at the same time, I don't want to wonder if anyone's wearing a pair of glasses in front of me, if they're recording our conversation or if they're yeah. recording what's happening or taking pictures. It They are kind of creep glasses in a way. Uh, but it's what the way they advertise them is that it's also, you know, you're taking pictures through your actual eyes. You're reliving memories through your actual eyes instead of having to hold up your phone, get your phone out and take a video. And it's so obviously disruptive to take a video on your phone while you're doing it. Okay, uh, Facebook. See, I'm sure that's... I can see the value in the idea, but I feel like in practice, I worry what they will be used for. Yeah. Wasn't there a Black that's Mirror episode? There was. There was a Black Mirror episode where there was a dude that had like the other dude that was like telling him how to like pick up on girls or whatever. And oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Extremely creepy. Black mirrors here. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I guess it's easy to take a picture that way, but also that's super creepy. <laughs> yeah, it does make you wonder if people can like live stream through it. And then I, at this point, I don't believe that's an option. But if they could, you could be live streaming constantly and hearing through the ear part. You know, you could be, you know, sh it's it's almost it would be like a pair of spy glasses at that point if they had yeah. that functionality. We need laws um, now. Now, now, now. <laughs> about this stuff. you know how laws are written right laws are written when something goes to court <laughs> because something bad has already happened Ugh, we don't write that's not how it should laws. be we need them now <laughs> this is like yeah they like ugh. they gave me a pair and i was unboxing them yesterday with john and i really don't know what the heck i'm gonna do with them and same with the portal i actually was like gosh i feel like the portal's gonna end up as somebody's christmas gift but at least the ray-bans as a content creator maybe there's a possibility to utilize them a little more and find a use for them. But I do feel like this store is about the quest. It should be called the meta quest store. And those are, they're really just sidelines to it. But the mm -hmm. thing is when you walk in the furthest part back in the store is the mixed reality quest area. Well, of course it's and just so like it's at a grocery store when all like your milk and essential stuff is in the back. So you have to go through uh -huh. the whole store. That's their game. You have to go through the whole store <laughs> to get to what you want. So then you see all these other things that, ooh, maybe I want this. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, I could see the point there. So, yeah, it definitely, I, I do wonder where are we going to see, is this a one store? They said it's not an experiment that they're planning on utilizing the information from having this store to make better products, more like what people want. But I wonder, are we going to see these start opening in high-end malls everywhere? Or is this going to stay in Burlingham? where the meta is at already for a while to come i don't know but i do think that things still? i mean they are oh. barely 
But I think strip malls and outdoor malls actually are still doing yeah. decently, you know. Like there's one up near us called Bridgeport that's a really high-end fancy place. And it stays busy. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike the downtown mall here that seems like it's just always dead and boring. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. Well, it sounds kind of like Apple Store-esque. You like mentioned the Apple stores at the beginning, but or AT&T store. I don't know. One of those you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Does it look kind of like those? You said there's like the like room in the back, so it sounds like it's not like all open like those. It's like segmented off. It's it is open, like there's an area for the mixed reality, but when you walk in the door, you can see that area. It's just at the end of the store. The portal room is kind of sectioned off. It's it's like this little room you walk into and they can shut the door and talk to you about it and show you the video call features. But it has to be open. In this sounds so creepy to me. You can walk in the door, close the door, and be in this little room with an employee. Probably <laughs> because you have an impression. Creepy, I don't know. You have an impression of what <laughs> Facebook is, and so it just seems like this totalitarian doom store to walk into. Every it, it's an open door. It feels everything they have just makes me feel like okay. How are they trying to spy on me with this? The glasses mm-hmm. are trying to spy on everyone. The portal, they're probably like listening to all your conversations and looking at you all the time. The quest, I hate to say, but there's cameras all over it. They're probably looking at everything you're doing all of your <laughs> well, house all the time. This, this is a whole different rabbit hole. But... Over here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, the, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, when they said back in the day, someday the government's going to put a camera and a microphone in everyone's home. They said, there's no way that's possible. Well, how do you do that? You get everyone to want a device that has a camera and a microphone and put it in your own home. You do it willingly. That's how you get it to happen. But that's totally a different subject. So what else have we not anyway, covered or talked what about? What else is fun about this? Tell <laughs> tell us more about the like mixed reality part, because that seems like the coolest part that you've mentioned. Well, you said the it, thing like, about it that shows you right there. It is cool, but just like anything else to do with VR or new tech. They're going to have problems if it doesn't work right the first time someone walks in Mm -hmm. and has never tried one before. And even me, who's had tons of experience, I walked in and they said, hey, we've got golf. We've got, I don't remember what the third option was, but then we've got Beat Saber. And I was like, oh, let's do Beat Saber. And they're like, oh, Supernatural is the other option. They were like, and I was like, oh, let's do Beat Saber. They're like, Beat Saber isn't working right now. (laughs) It's like, okay, that, that. That would not be okay. And so then I went to do golf. And so I walk over to their station. They bring me. Well, no, first, before you do that, you have to sign into your Facebook there. Uh, Give them that so so that it'll send you the video. Well, I don't know my Facebook. I don't use a real Facebook for my quest. I know that's going to get me banned one day, but I I just don't. And I told them I don't know my password. I don't use it enough. So then they just have you put in a phone number and afterwards it texts you a, a link to your video instead of sending it to you directly through Facebook Messenger. But then we walk over to the station. The guy's really helpful. He's giving me the quest to get set up. And then it didn't work. <laughs> For some reason, it didn't connect. And so he had to go get another one and bring it back. Ooh, and I'm thinking to myself, bad. why didn't they develop some sort of tech just specifically for this store that would be really reliable for them. Because I know from casting a quest at home, it has issues. It doesn't always work right. It causes problems. I know that. But if I had to go into a store, I expect a premium experience that works right if I'm going to buy something. And if I went, I couldn't play Beat Saber. And then the first quest didn't work. So we took out the second one. It's basically my third attempt to do this. I probably would have been hard-pressed to buy one after that. Even no matter how good the game was, I would be hard-pressed to be like, oh, I trust this tech 
enough to pay for it when even the people at the store couldn't get to work right on the first try. That's pretty bad. That makes me think again of that office episode because it's like, okay, you have this store that's supposed to be like showcasing your cool product and have people see it and use it and interact with it. But if you're having people interact with it and it sucks or doesn't work, how is this helpful to you? Yeah. Yeah. It was, and not everyone had that experience. Yeah. I, I like the idea of having like a store that's like specialized for VR mixed reality and stuff. I think that's really cool because VR, you kind of need to not kind of, you really need to experience it to actually know what it's like. So I think that's really cool. Making it accessible. Um, the mixed reality thing seems really cool. Kind of bringing other people into it and stuff, but yeah, it needs to work. <laughs> yeah. Have, and like, I think that a so far of quests and switch them out every half hour to make sure they're working. <laughs> well, and so far they've got the quest is cheap enough that people can buy one and get it at their house and then figure it out. But I think they're trying to lead up into this Cambria. They're saying the Cambria is going to be expensive. I think it's going to be about a thousand a piece. So it's going to make sense that people are going to want to have places they can go try it first yeah. before they buy it. And so it makes sense leading into something like that, that they would start to open these stores or at least have demo stations at your local Best Buy to make it happen because people are a lot more hesitant about dropping $1,000 on a new tech that they've never tried and experimenting it with it rather than two or $300 on a Quest 2 and it comes in the mail and you test it out then on the spot. It's a totally different experience. So right. I, I think that... that <laughs> I don't know. I kind of wonder if they're really planning on opening more of these. It feels like a pretty new concept and it feels like it could use some work. The footprint could be bigger. It could be more set up in a way that that encourages people to really just come in and try it. Just go for it. You know, you don't have to feel like you're committing to something by going to this one that's only in Burlingham where there's nothing else to go do. This is an industrial area you're going to for it. So I hope this takes off and that they get this out there so that people can try a quest and see it better, understand it more, because I think it's good for us. But yeah, the store definitely at this point feels like it, it could use some work. It's the first one. Yeah. It is interesting, too, because I see the appeal of, like, the mixed reality area, but what else would entice people to go in the store? Like, the AT&T stores, the Apple stores are, like, more for, like, you're checking out a bunch of different things, or even now it's more like you're going in to get a new phone or, like, you have a specific purpose, it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, this seems different. It's like, what's going to make people want to go in there? That's a, that's the tough question. I don't think they know the answer to that yet. I think that the only people are going to walk in there are the people curious about VR or curious about something to do with Facebook or Meta. I think that that's the problem with this story. I was saying that even before I went on this trip, that we need to reach, if we're going to get VR to everyone, we need to reach those people that have little to no interest in trying it. Mm-hmm. Those people aren't going to go to this store. No. How do we find those people where they are and entice them to try this experience? And th- this store is not going to do it. This store is going to be for people who are already curious. Yeah, because th- that mixed reality area, you said it's in like a separate area, but people can still see you over there, right? Yeah, it's its its, its own little zone, but it is still part of the open store. Mm-hmm. But it's like this one, the floor is a different color and you're like not supposed to step in that area. If someone's demoing, you're supposed to stay back behind the line, which was not clear at all because people kept walking into that area the whole time. 
The problem is I honestly think this would be better in an open mall with a huge opening instead of a door you have to open and walk in. And from the outside, you could see that person back there in the mixed reality area playing. That would entice you to walk in. Yeah. But right now, no one's going there unless they are already going there. Yeah. You have to be choosing to go to this place. It's not just in some footpath somewhere where people might happen to walk in. Right. And I feel like people that are hesitant to try VR are definitely not going to try it where a whole bunch of people can see them or random people are going to walk in. They're going to be like, oh, I can't <laughs> yeah. see how stupid I look. So I don't want to do this. You know, if anyone out there thinks that they look stupid playing VR, just like get over it. That is the dumbest thing to me is that people are afraid to try something because they think it's going to make them look dumb. It's a technology. It's not about looking good or bad or smart or dumb. It's just shut up, people, and move on. I don't know. <laughs> so I, just, I dig into my teenage self, and I can understand. I can. Uh, I can that see that it. mentality with it just drives me crazy because it's like <laughs> you're experiencing something cool. Do you think you look stupid when you ride a roller coaster? Yeah, everyone's got their hands up and screaming. You probably look stupid, but you don't ride a roller coaster to look good. You ride a roller coaster for the fun experience. Also, if you want to look cool, all you need to do is play super hot, and you will look cool. Seriously, I think every single person we've had try that game which has been a lot of people every single person has looked cool so yeah i wish they'd have that but meta and add guns and all that stuff violence so they don't have that as one of the options right now it's like the three friendliest games possible (laughs) but that would be a good one to have in mixed reality in that space for people to try oh people could probably get hurt with that too but yeah yeah that's always a risk with vr true uh Well, we have got a couple more trips coming up. This is a big month for us. We're going to be all over the place. So watch out for more of these mini episodes to tell you about what we're up to and where we're going. And of course, we will have actual video on the YouTube channel if you want to come over there and see us or see some of the trips in action and what's happening with us. We've got a zero latency trip where we're being sent out to Bend, Oregon to try out some more zero latency experiences. We're getting sent all the way to the East Coast, to North Carolina to go to the Animazement Convention. Is North see Carolina some the East stuff. Coast? I thought North Carolina is the South. You need to look at a map. <laughs> are people going to... Oh, no. People are going to think I'm dumb now. Oh. I always thought of North... <laughs> and Like the Carolinas as the South. Like people from Carolina always have like a Southern accent. Like Clay Aiken. I, I think it's kind of on the line, but I mean, North Carolina is the state just south of Virginia. I feel like so Virginia. It's not, it's, it's not like quite Florida. Okay, people, <laughs> if you live in the Carolinas, please join our Discord and tell us if it is the South or if it is the East Coast. I feel like maybe North Carolina, people will say, is the East Coast and South Carolina is the South. I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, if someone lives over there, tell us on the Discord. I would love to know. <laughs> But watch out. We've got more episodes coming. And if you're considering getting into VR, what do you got to do? Dive on in. Dive on in. Dive on in.